0: Today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast.
1: Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
0: Welcome back. This is episode 5 of Millennial Man Cave. It's Cody and Josh, yet again. Uh, No guests this week. Uh, Two weeks ago we had Eugene Allen on, and he was a little little long-winded for people. (laughs) Uh, I thought he was great. I know you probably thought the same thing. I love going over and talking to Eugene it's okay. just a wealth of knowledge. But definitely, you ask one question, and you, for, like, a question that it would generally take you or I, like, 15 minutes at the max to answer, like, every detail about it, it's going to take him 45 minutes.
1: Yeah. That's very true. I was actually at work, uh, just a couple days after that, uh, and a couple Pierce County, uh, SWAT members rolled up in, in their MRAP, uh, because it had a flat tire, uh, and I was talking to him, and I was like, hey, you guys know Eugene? And they said, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, we just did a podcast with him. Went in there for an hour, and before I could finish the sentence, he was like, were, you were there for three? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so in the last, well, we, we,
0: we tried to do one every week. We didn't do one last week. So it's been theoretically just about two weeks since our last podcast. So well, well, the last one was two hours, so that makes up for it. True. <laughs> So what, what has been new with Josh? You said you bought, uh, you were telling me earlier that you bought tickets for, oh uh, yeah. Granger Smith and Earl Dibble Jr.
1: Yeah. I, uh, it came to my attention that, uh, Earl Dibbles Jr. is coming to the show box in Seattle. Yee, yee. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I definitely have to go to that concert. So I snagged up tickets for that. Uh. I still don't have anybody to take, but it's in December, so I think I can figure it out by then.
0: You hear that, ladies? Start <laughs> lining up. Yeah. Josh has got tickets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they were real expensive, $25 a piece. So, yep. you know, you can't afford your own. You better you can't just come buy those. <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, we went to, uh, and then for, for us, we went to uh, Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle. And they set the attendance record at the Tacoma Dome for the largest crowd ever. It had uh, twenty five thousand people there, and uh, it was pretty sketch because you had to turn in your phone and like your any electronics you had, your watch, everything. You you turn them in when you go through the, elect- the, the metal detectors, and you uh, how do you get them back? So you, they they give you a pouch, okay, and the pouch gets sealed. That's that's how it is. So it's it's cool because like these comedians are going on there, and they don't want things that, like, these guys are obviously practicing to get there for their specials. So eventually they're going to record their special, and it's going to go on Netflix or Amazon or whatever. But they don't want people recording it, posting it to YouTube or whatnot beforehand.
1: I imagine they're also telling some pretty raunchy jokes. Yeah, it's also
0: distracting. And when you know people how are on people the phone.
1: can't handle shit these days. Yeah.
0: Uh, so that kind of, that was kind of weird. It made, so this, the concert was supposed to start I mean, at eight. And it ended up not getting started until, like, 9. Um, but, and, and, like, it was so crowded that you would stand in. We stood in line uh, for the concessions when we first walked in. And literally 50 minutes, maybe, maybe a little bit longer, to get to the front of the concessions line and then That's get to crazy. our seats. Uh, but once we got to our seats, uh, we had phenomenal, like, phenomenal seats. Um, uh, great, great show. Um, David Goggins was there. He was nice. there just as a as spectator and just chilling. Joe Rogan yeah. shouted him out and they put him on the job. That was pretty cool. Um, and then to leave, so the concert got done at like 11.30, almost midnight. And you I go to bed by then. When you go out, they have to undo your like pouch thing so you can get your stuff. And, Man, uh, that must have taken forever. Yeah, it took forever. Traffic was horrible, but it was an amazing show. Definitely recommend going and seeing uh, Rogan and Chappelle they killed and then their openers killed too. So that's pretty dope. Uh, and then since then I've just been getting ready for, uh, hunting, hunting starts September 1st. And then, uh, also, uh, I'm going to my rescue swimmer class for work, uh, September 3rd through the 6th. Nice. So I've been swimming a lot in preparation for that. And then Vegas, I'm going to Vegas shortly after that, the 9th through the 12th. So here's a shitty thing. I just had to re, I had initially bought my tickets for Vegas like two months ago and I got like the saver, I I bought them with Alaska Airlines, the saver package and I paid $143 for round trip.
1: That's not bad at all. That's that's great. Not at all. I can afford that.
0: So then, uh, my, I get an email last week from my attorney saying that I have a court date um, for the uh, financial process that I'm going through, and it's at eight thirty in the morning on the day I'm supposed to fly out. I was supposed to fly out at six a.m. Nice. So I contacted my attorney and I said, "Hey, can we get this switched?" And they're like, "No, this is they do not switch these for anything other than work. And if you if they find out that you're not at work when you say you are, uh, you could potentially lose your job." Yeah, So I was like, uh, I'll just figure it out. So I call Alaska and I try to get it switched. And they were like, well, these tickets you bought are actually non-refundable. You can't change the time on them, nothing. So you're just basically shit out of luck is what they told me. So I lost out on $150 uh, and then I had to reschedule the flights for for the... And I had to reschedule the whole round trip, not just the, the takeoff. Ouch. So I'm out. Basically, a trip that would have cost me 150 bucks. Is now cost me three hundred dollars. So that that kind of was a a kick in the old family jewels.
1: But uh, that's why I don't go anywhere or do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot better off that way. Yeah. So yeah, uh,
0: and then Alyssa, she's, she's we we were just we're just pissing money away. Alyssa just uh, she had bought swimming with sharks at the Point Defiance Zoo. Nice. Um, for the week
1: of, but you know, sharks are dangerous. True, I read that on the internet. But I'm dangerous. Oh, okay. I'm like Iceman. Well, I didn't read that on the internet, so that's uh, probably
0: fake. But uh, <laughs> she, uh, so she had bought them for like seventy-five dollars a piece. She bought um, for her goddaughter's birthday. She was going to take her, and then myself, and then her. Well, she starts on the floor of her new job on that day. Nice. And she's working the swing shift, so it's like right smack dab when in the middle, of was, and they're non-refundable tickets. Dope. So she's out a hundred and however many dollars She's swim with the sharks that's what i said and then she goes oh, are you just gonna go swim with the sharks without me uh yeah it's you'll like, be at work <laughs> no i guess not so
1: uh well she's not my lady so i'll go swim with the sharks
0: yeah we'll play it by ear maybe yeah. maybe uh we can convince
1: her we Can i'll get her some chick-fil-a or something that'll make up for it right buy her some white claw she yeah. loves white claw yeah <laughs> but uh yeah, i don't know like, if i can bring myself to do that but yeah uh,
0: and then, uh, yeah, so you're getting ready. You have, uh, you took your police test last month, and you passed it. it. Yep. And then
1: you have your physical portion on the 30th. Yes. And. So I've been in the gym like every day except Sunday, because that's the Lord's Day for drinking beer. Uh, just trying to get after it, hitting the cardios, hitting the weights, a little clang and bang. I've uh, just joined up at Twenty Four Hour Fitness. So much better than freaking LA Fitness, uh, and they've got some really nice Olympic lifting platforms with the Leco bars and plates, and uh, just I I haven't been squatting in like two years. But just a couple of days ago, I hit three fifteen for reps, uh, which felt great. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It was two reps, okay, okay, but, but it was still three fifteen. I can't, yeah. I can't
0: squat three fifteen. So
1: yeah, and that was. And that wasn't just trying to get to 315. That was in the middle of a squat workout. I was like, let me try this. Just send it? Yeah. That's cool. So, uh... I do... Maybe after that PT test... Because uh, I want to focus more on running. But I, I'd like to see... Just how much I can push. Yeah. Dude, have you ever been, uh... Kind of off topic. Have you ever been wakeboarding before? Uh... I've been on the boat with other people wakeboarding, but I never got my turn. So, Oh, man. Dude, you should go with me uh,
0: tomorrow. Will there be sharks there? When's the lake? The oh, lakes okay. still come. Uh to Either tomorrow or Saturday. Well, i will be working both of those days. Oh, fuck you. What time do you work? Some of us have jobs all day long. What time do you get off? All day long. Okay. Yeah. Well, tits. Anyway. We went, I went. I tried to go wakeboarding last week with uh, my buddy Craig.
1: Okay, without me. And right, okay. he,
0: so, I can't stand up to save my life on the wakeboard. It's because you don't squat, bro. I squat, though. Anyway, so I'm like drowning myself trying to stand up. And maybe like the sixth or seventh attempt, I'm like, all right, I'm for sure getting it this time. So I'm holding on to the to the rope and the, the, in the little handle. And... He sends it and I start to come up a little bit and all of a sudden snap and the handle broke. Nice. So then we go, I swim over. He gives me a new handle and then he takes off and all of a sudden you should have tied an overhand safety. His knobs. boat now is broken. Nice. Like the, the uh, alternator belt is now tits up. So he's like, okay, we'll, we'll head back in. We'll go to O'Reilly's and pick up a belt. So we We pull in, he starts taking the belt off, and all of a sudden, torrential downpour. Nice. like, all right, we're done. We're going to just go have lunch. So we went and had lunch at the the Ram instead, Uh, so it's pretty shitty. But anyway, you should go wakeboarding with us. That's the long way of me telling you,
1: let's go wakeboarding. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. Uh, Speaking of torrential downpour, it was uh, last Friday had a pretty good gym session, you know. It was like 10.30. I bungled an opportunity. (laughs) Uh, But then I walk out of the gym, and there's lightning, and it's raining. Uh, And just, I think it was the day before I took the top and doors off my gym. Oh, no. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, now to make my way all the way back home. Put the windows back on at least. And I threw the half doors on. Because I didn't want to totally close the Jeep back up. Uh, Did you at least have like a sweatshirt or something to wear? So you didn't have to just... Yeah. I I keep a sweatshirt. uh, Like a windbreaker and a blanket in my Jeep at all times. Just because uh, I've been rained on quite a lot. In naked Jeeps before. So I am... Almost always prepared. Sometimes I forget to leave my sweatshirt in the Jeep. I'll walk back inside wearing it. Uh, but then I'll still have the windbreaker. Mm. And I got gloves and beanies in there. Always
0: prepared. So you looked like a fool driving home in the summertime with a sweatshirt and a beanie and
1: gloves on? No, I, I just put the sweatshirt on. <laughs> uh, but then I had to wash it because I had just gotten out of the sauna. And then I had to put the uh, sweatshirt on. So Yeah, that's... It was a little sweaty, That's Nikki. No bueno. Yeah. I blame the terrorists. So, like, the Clintons? Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, there was a question I was going to ask you. 42. Oh, it was about the CrossFit Games. CrossFit Games happened over the last two weeks
1: also. Yes. I have strong opinions about this year's CrossFit Games. All right, let's hear them. Okay, so... <laughs> For the most part, they were still interesting to watch. Yeah, I really like the streaming uh, option that Rogue gave us this year. Yeah, Rogue killed the streaming. It was on all day long. And then they posted the individual events. This year has probably been the easiest year to watch the games. than it has been in a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But, just like, that first event. 150 motherfuckers out there on the field. Hmm. Like... It, at least a hundred of them didn't belong there at all. Yeah. Like you're at the CrossFit Games and you're struggling with legless rope climbs and mm-hmm. like 185 snatches. Yeah. Like I snatch like once a year and I can hit a 185 snatch. <laughs> like you're at the Games. That should just like it should, it should almost be a warm-up weight for you. Yeah. Like you don't got to be snatching 305 like Rich Frawning. But, I mean, come on. You should be able to hit one eighty five for reps. I want to like move to Zimbabwe or something so I can be their national champ. Oh next yeah. Year. yeah, I can like, move to Zimbabwe and just train and just to get the free swag yeah. and just if
0: if I would if I went to the games is that I I would know that I wasn't going to do shit. Uh, I'd go there, get the free swag, take some pictures with uh, Frazier and Froning, and definitely try and like yeah. get some pictures with Brooke Wells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and I. I'd- yeah, it just, I also thought it was funny that I mean, you could get negative points this year. So, I mean, there were athletes there that would have placed better if they hadn't shown up at all, which is hilarious. That's pretty funny. Uh, but it's just like... Also, I heard that they made those... <laughs> here's the real fucked up thing. I heard
0: they made the athletes that uh, didn't make the cuts. Yeah. I heard they made them pay to To watch the rest of the, to the of the games, they wow. didn't get like free. Like you would think, if I'm an athlete, I should still have my athlete access. Like I should yeah. still be able to go hang out on the floor and watch, for, or at least, or at least like close by. Uh, but no, CrossFit was so hard up for money that they, for whatever reason that they made these athletes go, and then the, and then like on the last day, they sent a message to the athletes saying, "Oh yeah, here, um, this is how you get your access." And they're like, "Well, all these guys have already had to purchase their their yeah. It's kind of shenanigans. It's a shit but, show. Greg Glassman's uh, a bitch. Yeah, he's. I'm not a Greg Glassman fan. Yeah, but man, I
1: fuck you, Glassman, and your imaginary war. I uh I don't think.
0: I'm not sure how I liked the formatting of the cuts this year either. I Be- because like if in the past. I'm a huge Rich Froning fan. Yeah. In the past, he would not have made the cut at a certain point. Like the what was it after the triple threes? He was in like Thirtieth place. Yeah,
1: because his ass walked.
0: Uh, so I don't, I don't know yeah, if that's I mean, there the were, right. There way were guys
1: to like do fitness. Brent Fikowski, uh Brooke Wells, yeah. um, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, and Annie Thor's daughter, and some other big name people. Uh, ben Smith, who got his freaking wild card and then just got cut anyway. Yeah, like the, And Ben Smith was at one time the fittest man on earth and I was getting cut. It's just I mean, they needed the cuts because having 150 motherfuckers that didn't belong there there was stupid. Yeah. But I mean, Saturday morning and you cut it down to 10 athletes. Yeah. That ain't right. Like, it made it more
0: exciting at the end cuz there were yeah. like only a certain amount of points that could be exchanged.
1: Yeah. But uh that yeah, maybe maybe but cut then, it like to 25. Like just leave it. Like Brooke Wells like she was one of the top contenders in that sprint, and then she stepped out of bounds and takes last place and gets cut. That has nothing to do with fitness. Yeah, could you imagine could, if, if Frazier's
0: uh drop of his little bag that cost him whatever a minute or, or yeah. whatever? Could you imagine if that would have kicked him out of oh, yeah, like if that cut hot, line? Yeah,
1: if that had cut him, and then yeah, I think like I think Brooke Wells was one of the ones that really upset me because i'm not even like the biggest brooke wells fan you know that yeah like i like her uh but like she visibly got in the best shape of her life like she looked fitter than before Mm. and then she didn't get to showcase any of that a lot of those athletes that are multiple times games athletes didn't get to showcase any of that yeah uh freaking lucas parker was sitting at home in his underwear, watching the games, tweeting. With no beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking like a freaking weirdo. Yeah, he needs to grow that beard back. Yeah.
0: Just not looking. I mean,
1: that though. dude, like, he's not really a podium athlete, but he always goes and does well. And now, you're almost like taking away his livelihood. I think um, the weirdest part is that now, in like
0: 60 days, the Open. Yeah, yeah the Open has come up. Like, yeah, that's so you're not even giving these athletes time to recover and train up for it again. They're just
1: like, okay, right back into it. That's like a lot of people say CrossFit is like a cult. And for the average CrossFitter, I really don't feel like that's true, but for a lot of the games athletes and the people that work at HQ, it does feel super cultish. They don't even say Greg Glassman's name. They call him the founder. Uh, i Rogue released this video at CrossFit's request, I'm pretty sure, showing athletes saying that they like the new format, mm. and they're like, oh, it gives me a chance to compete year-round. No, now you have to stay in game shape year-round, which is yeah. not healthy. You don't get your off-season. Yeah. I mean, two months after the games, they have to go compete for the Open, so they don't even get time to just relax and be a shitbag for a few weeks. Right, They have to keep working. And if they don't make that top twenty cut, then they have to go work for the, all the invitationals. Yeah, and which, those and, are those are cool, like for the spectators, I think, because you get to see games, yeah. athletes year round. But yeah, it's not like, good for the athletes. The Rogue Invitational was awesome. Yeah, uh, Rogue should probably just take over the games because Gr- Glassman obviously just wants to die bomb his whole company. Yeah, I don't understand. But uh, like these athletes, instead of just. You get a few months off, you prepare for the Open, uh, you start ramping it up a little bit more, you go to regionals, which, cut, which cuts a lot of people out that don't deserve to go to the games, then you get to the games and you have 50 people that more or less are competitive, uh, and it, it just it made me so mad, and then seeing some of these people be like, yeah, I, I like it like this, I... I like that I have to stay in ridiculous shape year round just so I can compete and maybe earn a spot at the games where I'm going to get cut because like I stepped after on day the long. line. Yeah. 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 I think that's kind of bonkers,
0: but I mean, yeah, it's, I still, I still want to go. I think next year, I think our goal, uh, and maybe this is just me talking out loud, but, uh, I think our goal should be since we are technically a media platform, I think we should put in requests next year to get media coverage uh, or media um, passes passes for the games. I think that would be epic because I would love to get an interview with Danny Broflex.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Danny Broflex is my favorite.
0: Actually, I really hope that he gets on Team Mayhem. Um, Not that it matters because anybody who's on – I could be on CrossFit Mayhem and we'd still win first. Like, it's it's going to happen. Uh,
1: But – yeah, if you're competing against Rich Froning, you might as well just put it in your head that second <coughs> place is winning. Yeah. Gold is reserved for Rich Froning. He is never going to not take first. Yeah. So if you get second, you might as well just understand that you basically won. Yeah. Because he is in his own league.
0: And people will say they'll, they'll argue with you and say, "Well, CrossFit Mayhem took second place uh like 3 years ago." Well, they're wrong. They were, they were first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to tell you, but yeah, Froning doesn't lose. He took, the only other time he's ever taken second other than in the team was, uh, his first year at the games, uh, because he didn't know how to rope climb. cause he didn't know how to, and yeah. he was making it harder on himself. He was, he was doing legless rope climbs and keeping up with everybody for a certain point. Yeah. Uh, and then he just fell, it fell off. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I still think he was the superior athlete of that game,
1: those games. Oh, he definitely was. He just
0: didn't know the technique quite yet.
1: Yeah. but And those first few years, it was kind of funny because he, he would go do a workout and then afterwards he'd be like, yeah, I've never really done that with a kettlebell before. Uh, I just kind of wung it and took first. That yeah. was cool. Did you hear, uh, so I, I
0: follow their podcast, the uh, Froning or Mayhem Experience or whatever the hell it is
1: your uh, friends
0: yeah that's what it is and uh China Cho was talking about how like she, when she showed up like she's already a games athlete as an individual multiple years yeah China Cho's a bad and ass. she shows up thinking that she does a lot of volume she showed up Tennessee thinking she did a lot of volume and all of a sudden <laughs> like Froning is like beating her dick into the dirt like she's just <laughs> yeah like I don't know if I could keep up with this and then eventually she adapts and is able to do it but like he wasn't even tapering off like up until like maybe three days prior. He they were just still hitting it hard. Uh, um, Angelo, which is one of their uh individuals, he, he was that teens guy, right? yeah. He, yeah. I think he's won the games as a teen, yeah. Uh, he won
1: it as a teen, uh, and then I think he got injured and missed a year. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. He was sure supposed to be on, on the team year. last
0: year, I think, and yeah. then I think Darren took over for him when, um, because. Angelo. Anyway, uh, but he was like, "Are we going to taper this week?" And he's like, "Well, we already did a hard workout today, so or this morning, so we might as well just keep going." <laughs> like, uh, I don't know yeah. what kind of logic that is, Rich, but okay,
1: <laughs> yeah, that is like, yeah, Rich Froning. If he's not working out, he is going somewhere to work out. Yeah.
0: Well, that's another thing he said. He goes, "People, people always say that I work out too much, but like." I sit around and talk and BS a lot. He's like, I feel like I waste a lot of time. I could be doing way more stuff. Yeah. And it's like, geez, dude, if you think you could be doing way more stuff, then I'm very lazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I know I'm lazy. So, yeah. yeah. It, there's a reason that all these champions come from Cookville. Like, and Hayley Adams, took the rookie of the year, and yeah. she was, I think she won the games last year as a teen. Um, so 19 years old this year, I think. 20 maybe and she took I think 19 th- I She took 19 last year and uh obviously Fraser was already the fittest in the world before he moved to Cookville but I would assume that only helps him being able yeah. to work out with Rich Froning
1: and then even uh Tia Claire Toomey yeah Tia She was living in Cookville for like the last month before the games Yeah
0: yeah so I mean
1: yeah it's it's just the the proof the proof is in the pudding it's just yeah Hang out with Rich and you're going to be fit. Honestly, know. I'd I'd love to move to Cookville just because I feel like I could actually be Rich's friend. Uh, and then just working out at Mayhem, which is just a phenomenal facility to have all the best equipment. Because Rogue is just gives Rich whatever he asks for. Yeah. Uh, which just, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's a nice little town. It's in East Tennessee, which is a nice area to live in. It helps that he's got senior too to like
0: anytime he wants something built, like just be like, Oh hey yeah. senior, can you build this for me? He's like, Oh yeah, sure, let me go whip that right up for you. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just your home your own personal carpenter. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty cool too. Like he's got a he has a sweet setup. Uh he's obviously worked hard too, but he's he's yeah, he's got a sweet I would love to I think living in, in Tennessee or Cookville would be dope. You could good hunting over there, yeah, good music. Good wheeling, good weather. Yeah, I mean, other than the fact that you have the Tennessee Titans there, which is embarrassing. Which, yeah, but I, I that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, uh, so yeah, I think
1: that's my goal next year, or our our goal should be to go to the games. Yeah, to be honest, I'd, like, a lot of people are like, bring the games back to Carson, but I'm pretty sure I'd rather go to Wisconsin uh, for her. a week than. Yeah, go deal with California. Yeah. California was nice when, because
0: uh, I went in 2013. Oh, look at you, big man. And, uh, and it was fun. It was hot, which was like, it was nice because you, as a spectator, you get to go enjoy the weather. And last year in Wisconsin, it, I think it didn't it rain. It was the last year of the year before. I don't know. But this year it looked beautiful in Wisconsin. Yeah. And,
1: uh, so yeah, I do think that would be. <laughs> Although oh, I did hear that it was, uh, quote unquote, too hot in Madison, Wisconsin. And I pull up my phone, and I'm like, oh, it's 85 degrees here and it's like 77 in Madison. Yeah. And then I, that year that they did Murph. At the games. that was, was that their last year in Carson? Uh, like where, like, Annie before. Thor's daughter, like, yeah, collapsed. A, yeah, a bunch of people collapsed. And, like, Carl Webb had to Frazier wanted a, a drink of water. And he was like, no,
0: this is one of Dave Castro's mind games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, I think that was it, the second to last year. It was, like, it was... I want to say it was still, like, sub-80 degrees. It was 70-something. And people were like, it's too hot. That's dangerous. And I was in West Texas... And I show up to the gym, and we're running a mile that day, and it was 105 degrees. And I was like, oh, well, it's too hot in California to uh, to work out, so uh, I guess I'll just fuck myself here in Texas. Dude, I remember going to—I was in the
0: fire academy in West Texas. And I uh, remember—sorry about the plane, folks. We're doing this outside because it's a beautiful— 75 degree day here in uh western Washington. A cocksucker flying solo way over here. Uh, but
1: uh just my way port over here
0: but anyway so i was yeah I, I lived in west texas when i went to the fire academy and i remember it being i don't know 90 degrees 85 degrees at <laughs> yeah, seven, like, in the like morning, seven in the morning and i'm wearing full bunker gear getting ready to go in uh interior on a fire or uh yeah. um, you know do uh doing a aircraft firefighting or anything like that. Like it it fucking sucked, but we had to do it. it Ever gonna adapt no and we're time. not and we were nowhere near the fittest in the world. Yeah. So I yeah, I have a really hard time with people saying that it's dangerous for the people athletes. People are just
1: fucking pussies.
0: Yeah. People run like there there are athletes who run the Moab um, and it's way hotter than that, or in it's um, it's like
1: what 120 degrees or something like or that, or in Death Valley, and they run for like two, three days straight.
0: Yeah, the, that gal who uh, yeah, that gal who ran the Moab and won uh, the Moab 200, and, and she won by 10 hours. Like, she, she ran was a ridiculous amount 50, of time. Yeah. 58, 58 hours is how long she ran for. You're telling me that's not dangerous? That's that's way more dangerous, yeah, than
1: than doing a freaking 30 minute workout,
0: yeah, where if. Where in the 30 minute workout, if you collapse or pass out, there are literally medics right there that will fix you. You're not going to die. I I, I promise you, you will not die on that field. You may feel like you're going to die, you're not going to die. All right. So uh, we had a little brief intermission there and we may have lost the last 30 minutes of what we just talked about. So Josh and I are going to wrap it up and we're going to give you a brief summary on what we talked about. So
1: basically I talked about how the Clintons killed Epstein, uh, talked about Elon Musk ruining um, the world with his, uh, with his electricity. Yeah. Um, how we should use
0: hydrogen As a new renewable source for vehicles instead of fuels or electricity. The fact that hunting in Africa is actually a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just like conservation here in the United States. Doing controlled Um, burns in the forests and. and Controlled burns in the forests. Yeah. Uh, Letting us kill bears and eat elk. Because bears are not cuddly creatures that everybody thinks they are. Bears beats. Battlestar Galactica. I don't think we talked about that. Okay, but... But, uh, yeah. Sorry, Sorry, it's, it's real frustrating that we forgot... Uh, or that we somehow goofed up our, our
1: podcast. Yeah. So, we apologize. Well, you know, the bright side is, since we were talking about uh, Bill Clinton wearing a blue dress... Uh, and having Epstein killed for it... That we'll probably be killed next. Is that all they did was delete our podcast... Instead of suiciding us. That's Um, a very plausible thing. I I just want you guys to know that I do not have the flexibility to shoot myself in the back of the head. Uh, I do do have enough guns to do it, but I don't have the flexibility to do it. So, just keeping that out there, not trying to kill myself, I'm not that flexible, Uh, and Bill Clinton is a rapist, Infowars.com.
0: And... 11% of all hunting and ammunition equipment purchased in the United States goes towards wildlife conservation. And what else? His name is Seth Rich. Trump uh, allowing ivory into the United States does not mean that he is racist or wants to kill everybody in the world or kill all the animals. It's actually a good thing for other countries that he allows it because now People with money can actually go and harvest those animals, and that money goes towards preventing poachers from actually going and poaching those animals. Um, What else? Like I said, Trump is not a racist. I did not vote for him, but I also do not believe that he's a racist. Um,
1: I voted for Trump. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I will again, because there's no other conservative that can beat yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see one that it can be um, I am extremely unhappy with his views on uh, gun laws. Uh, Dan Crenshaw can go back to fucking England, that red coat motherfucker, for promoting red flag laws.
0: Uh, Did you see the uh, Joe Rogan and Bernie Sanders podcast the other day? No, I, I you, you should give it done. a listen. It, okay. There there are a couple of good, like, there's a couple of things where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could actually get on board with that. And you then he said... And
1: Sanders is a senile old man. But then
0: he says stuff about gun control, and there was one other topic that he talked about that I was just like, you're what a you mean? fucking idiot. You're giving everybody free shit because the money just rains from the yeah, sky. Yeah, it, it it had to do with, um... It had to do
1: somehow with oh, oh. healthcare or something. Was it, was it the part where he says that Amazon pays zero taxes and then oh. joe rogan is like how is that possible or how is that legal and then bernie sanders goes it's not and his hair goes all crazy cuz he's a stupid <laughs> old man there
0: there were a couple of things that, that bernie said that I was like eh. i try to listen to I, I am not as conservative as you are so i try to listen to what? M- i try to listen <laughs> to more things with a little bit more of an open mind to it but uh, there were definitely a a lot of red flags, so I will tell you, I will tell my viewers right now and your viewers right now that I will not vote for Bernie Sanders. I don't endorse him whatsoever. Um, what about Andrew Yang? He's going to give everybody $1,000 a week. I do not endorse <laughs> him either. I listened to that podcast and I was like, you no, know, it was a month, I think. 1000 a month.
1: Oh, okay. But yeah. I was
0: like, no, you're fucking stupid. Um, so that's
1: just enough to pay for my gun so I can get him out of office.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So yeah, not voting for him either. But I, I do like that uh, Rogan is bringing these people onto his podcast because I don't like the debates as much because everybody's just talking over each other and it's, it just becomes like, I got to clown on you and I got to clown on you. and It's, yeah. it's more of a, a show than anything else. I would rather sit down with Rogan for an hour and a half. He's going to ask you questions. You're going to answer them. I'm either going to believe you or I'm not, uh, or I'm going to agree with you or I'm not. And I can make a, a better decision that way. I wish he could get Trump. If he could get Trump in
1: his podcast, I think that'd yeah. be phenomenal. I mean, I've been kind of saying this for a while. I think that Joe Rogan is, uh, I mean, he's super middle ground and very libertarian, but I think he's more conservative than he realizes. Because I've seen some of his uh, podcasts where he's, he's got liberals on there and he's skeptical the whole time and just asking questions and really dogging the guy. And then he has conservatives on there. Uh, and, they just have a great freaking time.
0: Yeah, uh, especially all of his hunting, like buddies, like they're yeah. very conservative. So, as far as that, as far as far as hunting and guns goes, like he's you can definitely tell he's
1: conservative on that. To be honest, time. I only think Joe Rogan is a liberal because he lives in L.A. Could but he's, more. but now L.A. is too crazy for him, and he's trying to leave. And I think he's going to end up in Texas, honestly. Yeah, because he talks about Texas like every episode.
0: Somebody uh, or Montana? I think he really yeah. likes Montana. There's a there was a guy he had uh, Brendan Schaub, who used to be a UFC fighter and he is a comedian. He's on Rogan's podcast quite a lot. He was just on the other day and he was saying that he was like if if people wanted to take my guns like I don't I don't understand. He's like I think most people in the United States oh, yeah, would that. would give away their and Rogan was like I don't. <laughs> yeah. And like he's like do do people do you really say? need do people really need these guns? And I'm like dude, you are crazy. Like if if you if you think that the government doesn't like There's a reason that the government wants to disarm you. Yeah, It's so they can
1: have complete control. Yeah, I know a lot of people think this is an extremist view, but it's literally how we were founded. This is history. Our government was oppressing us. We had a tyrannical government. So we killed them and then we sat down and made sure that future generations had the right to kill our tyrannical government again. It's not about hunting. It's not about uh, home defense. It is about protecting your rights as a free American citizen. You can't have the First Amendment without the Second Amendment. Look at freaking the UK. They, they've banned guns, and now they're banning knives. Uh, and if you even tweet the wrong thing or say the wrong thing on Facebook, you get arrested. Uh One of the more famous cases I can think of is Lauren Southern, uh, a reporter from Canada, uh, was on some big Europe tour when she tried to go to the UK for things that she had actually gotten approved for and, and gone about the legal ways. They arrested her, basically kidnapped her. They put her in a car and took her away, didn't let her talk to anybody for a couple of days. Uh, and then released her and said, Never come back here again because she was handing out pamphlets that said Muhammad is gay. Yeah, you
0: can't like, even tweet things like uh, learn to code because uh, apparently that's derogatory.
1: And yeah,
0: I did. If
1: you don't think that a government is going to stomp all over your rights, I mean, they're doing it right now and we are armed. Like, if they don't think. If you don't think they want to take our guns away so that they can stomp on them even more, you're crazy. Because it happens all throughout history. Literally every country that's ever disarmed their citizens has become a shitty, commie country. That's what it was.
0: Bernie Sanders said uh, there are 400 million guns, uh, uh, semi-automatic weapons in the United States right we gotta now. got to bump those numbers up. And he was like, "We need to get those. Was it four hundred million? Yeah, it's four hundred million. He's like, Oh, it's, that's more than we have citizens. It's it's like, yeah, that's the if, if you point. stopped. Okay, if you stopped making it legal, those guns are still going to be out there. Yeah. Okay. So whether you like them or not, There's they're already out there. Right, that's for sure. You're not going to get them off the street." You, good luck going to people's houses and saying, give me your guns. Yeah. That is not, that is how you, that that is how you
1: start a civil war. Yeah. Okay. Just like my guns have never killed anybody, but if you come for mine, I guarantee you it will. Yeah. And just like how heroin is illegal and how many people
0: are fucking shooting up heroin every single day. And yeah. now we have, it's literally, okay. Heroin is illegal and there are cities like Seattle with safe injection sites where they allow you to shoot up your illegal substance and then they They give give you you the the antidote. And it's like, how, how does that make any sense? And yet you want to take away a gun from a legal owner who doesn't have any plans to kill anybody with it. Unless there are, unless somebody like breaks into your house or is, is a threat to
1: you or your family directly, it, citizens it that, doesn't make sense. Citizens with carry permits have already passed background checks, given fingerprints, gone through all of these things. They are statistically the, less, the least crime-ridden group of people in the entire country. And, and you want to take their guns. The people committing the crimes...
0: Generally, there are some people who are legal gun owners who who commit crimes with yes. guns. I totally get that. But it's, but it's a low it's, statistic. It's, and it, the people that are going to do it illegally, or the people who are doing the illegal acts with those guns, are going to do it regardless if they're legal or not. I
1: forget the actual number, but there are less civilians legally carrying guns. They commit less crime than the police do. And...
0: I'm sorry, but if you're telling me that the reason guns shouldn't be on the street is to prevent suicide, you're a
1: fucking idiot too. Because look at Canada—they have the same suicide rates as we do, but no guns. They're gonna hang themselves,
0: or they're gonna—they're they're going, going to slit their, their wrists, or yeah. they're gonna overdose, or whatever. They're gonna run their car into off a fucking cliff or into a tree.
1: Like it's—if you want to kill yourself, you're gonna get it done.
0: Yeah. So. Honestly, I think the gun is the, the quickest, easiest, most humane way to go. If, if 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 that is your overall goal is to end your life. Yeah. That's that's your own deal. Like I don't think that suicide should be illegal anyway. Like if you wanna fucking kill yourself, kill yourself. Like there's we don't need you in this world.
1: Yeah. Um but two shots to the back of the head is more humane than not that I don't think suicide to strangle is, yourself. Yeah,
0: and not that I don't think suicide is, is a sad thing. Like I have Family members and friends who have killed themselves, and I think it's sad, and I I wish they didn't. But uh, like, I can't stop you from doing that. So whether and I've had a cousin who hung himself, and it's like I think about it, and I know it's a pretty fucked up thing to think about. And you're like, I wonder how long he hung there alive before he actually shut, like his brain shut off,
1: as opposed to like uh, a bullet in the head probably would have done it a lot quicker. Just like a lot of the people that survive suicide attempts, like hangings where uh, where their rope breaks or they try and jump off of something and survive the fall. All of those people say the second they committed the act, there was regret. Yeah. And they're lucky to be alive. Uh, which, I guess you could say like, oh, if they had a gun, then they wouldn't have that regret. But at least they didn't have to live through months of in a hospital with broken bones or... Yeah have to go to work the next day with a fucking bruised neck because their extension cord from Home Depot broke. Yeah. Although
0: there are people that that I have been on personally that have tried to kill themselves with a gun and not been successful. (laughs) So that's that's another story. But if you're using a twenty two and shooting yourself in the mouth, uh, that's pretty uh, stupid.
1: (laughs) Don't do a bird shot to the face and don't shoot up. Yeah. Because you're just gonna miss. Yeah.
0: Uh, but anyway, guns do not fucking Guns do not commit the crimes. People commit bad. People do bad things with guns. Bad people do bad things with cars. Bad yeah. people
1: do bad things with knives. Like it's. Look at you're Epstein. never going to
0: stop crime.
1: Epstein was in a maximum security prison on suicide watch, and he still got suicided. Like, <laughs> if the government can't protect that dude, how is he going to protect you right. when you're five to ten minutes out after you call nine one one? Right. It's like somebody somebody breaks into your house. What if you don't even get the chance to call nine one one? Yep. But you know what? That gun is at my bedside table.
0: Yep. That's like saying that anybody who is—that's like saying nobody, no restaurants, like uh, um, kitchens, should ever have a fire extinguisher because they can just call the fire department if their if their restaurant catches on fire or their house catches on fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to take them about yeah, five to seven minutes to get to your house. So if you think that your restaurant's not going to burn down in five to seven minutes.
1: Don't buy yourself a fire extinguisher. Well, that's like when I was going through my EMT class, They said, if you live on country road, doesn't matter where, if your address is country road, so-and-so you are dead. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah.
0: So anyway, that's going to uh, do it for our uh, abbreviated podcast this week. We'll try and do better next week. And if you have any suggestions for us, comments, concerns, questions, you can um, message us on Instagram, Twitter, or uh, at um, it's Millennial Man Cave, or you can, uh, it's young man underscore cave, uh, or you can look myself up, um, Cody Hoefs, and uh, Josh, you can find him at Airborne Riker. Uh, you can also email us at Millennial Man Cave 19 at gmail.com. So let us know what you think and how we can improve, and we will work on it. Until next time,
1: stay manly, America.